This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Pearson Moving. If you plan on moving in or out of the valley anytime soon, you have to check out Pearson Moving. They're licensed, insured, and they offer local and long-distance services. Go to movepearson.com to get your free quote today. Pearson Moving, movers that won't break the bank or your stuff. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. Uh, Ridge and I are super excited to be here with self-taught graphic designer and marketer, Lauren Curl of Good Brand Marketing. How's it going, Lauren? Oh, it's going really good. How are you guys today? We're good. good. We're good. Excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm excited too. Sweet. Well, how about we take a couple of minutes, um, tell us a bit about your background, you know, life leading up to Good Brand Marketing. Yeah, so I'm uh, originally from Ohio, which is, I feel like, half of Arizona. Like, I feel like <laughs> none of us are from here. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah right. Yeah, I'm originally from Ohio. Um, I went to, uh, well, I grew up in this really, really tiny, like, super small town. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, like, the population is, like, I don't know, 5,000, like, real tiny. And everybody wow. kind of knows everybody. And, um, you know, it was a good time. But mm-hmm. needless to say, like, I feel like I'm one of those people that had just like bigger dreams. So after graduating from high school, I moved down to Columbus, which was probably my favorite city that I ever lived in. And that's kind of where I got the first taste of like graphic design and marketing and kind of all that stuff. So when I first moved to Columbus, I was working at an insurance agency. And, um, you know, I mean, have you guys like, are you guys familiar with the insurance field uh, a little yeah it's I mean, pretty you can probably educate us a bit. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like pretty like you know salesy and yeah. so it's yeah. uh it's easy to sell but it's it was like hard to market so uh i started like working with one of the marketers for the company and kind of learning a little bit of background on that and kind of like started to uh really see the benefit of marketing versus like sales mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. So um, after I decided that Columbus was too small for me, that's where I kind of made my moves out here. And I really fell into uh, the beauty industry out here. So I was uh, working at a salon. I was doing a lot of kind of behind the scenes stuff for an organization that, uh, this is kind of weird, but they sell scissors. So yeah, like they like sell scissors to uh, hairstylists and barbers. That's a really big deal. actually. Yeah, it's a it's a huge deal. Um, There's like a huge like market for it. It really is. I was talking to my barber about it and he said that like it's a big deal. to have. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like how uh, I guess like when I think about like even looking at these microphones, like these are you know, a nice tool for you guys. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing. Like scissors are a nice Mm -hmm. tool for them, you know? Yeah. Their scissors are like my MacBook. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Exactly. (laughs) So I get it. But, uh, so I started working with this sheer company and I found myself a mentor and I started realizing that I'm actually pretty good at doing this job and started to dive into, uh, like virtual classes for uh, graphic design and really kind of honing in on like all of the Adobe skills and yeah. all that jazz and took a few classes at the community college, but that's pretty much how this came about. So I started Good Brand Marketing about a year ago 
and uh, it's been so awesome. Like it really has. It's been so great to kind of work for yourself and yeah. uh, kind of live that aspect of it. But since I've since I've started it, I've had a lot of creative professionals who've come up to me, yeah. and I'm like, well, how do you do this? Like, I want to do this for photography, and I want to do this for social media content, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. how did you do it? And then I good brand marketing kind of turned into uh, it, kind of like spitballed into this collective. So now it's not just me. It's like a collective of people who like I have a uh, full fledged like product photographer who uh, like works with me. I have a like social media marketer who that's like her specialty. Uh I even have a director of philanthropy so that we can like find some things to give back. But uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. It's just at this point, we're just a collective of people who just like to vibe and get creative and just, you know, have fun. That's kind of the best part of the job is. It's just very artsy and you get to kind of express, you know, yourself. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. If you could go back a little bit, you said something that was interesting to me, um, like the difference between sales and marketing. Yeah. To you, like what's the difference? Yeah. So sales? marketing is kind of like getting people to look at the water. Sales mm-hmm. is getting people to drink the water. Mm-hmm. So in order for people to see the water, that's where marketing comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, so marketing is more of like that aspect of putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And then sales is the aspect of like taking it once mm-hmm. it's out there. So there's kind of that difference in between um, that marketing versus sales, because without sales you don't have a reason to market without marketing you don't have a reason to like sell you have nothing to sell Mm -hmm. so uh finding that division within Mm -hmm. uh different brands and kind of trying to figure out like why aren't you getting sales it really boils down to like poor marketing or uh, just not having a good understanding of like how to market yourself if that makes sense i'm gonna piggyback off that question because the name of your company isn't just good marketing it's good brand marketing so how would you then describe the difference between branding and marketing? Yeah, so branding is like who you are. Like it's yeah. like your it's like your spine. It's like the spine of a business. So mm-hmm. it's it's everything from colors to uh, your catchphrase to your spokesperson to I mean it's literally like the if you were to look on a piece of paper and describe who you are, that's your brand. Yeah. So uh, for us at Good Brand Marketing, we we found it really easy to basically take a look at a business's like core and figuring out like who they are and then marketing off of that. Okay. So it, it became a little bit more of a turnkey experience instead of businesses contacting us for uh, like, hey, we're, we're running a promotion. Like we want you to help us market this promotion. Right. It's more of, hey, this is a brand. They're working with us through they sign a contract or whatnot. And then they're with us over the next, you know, certain amount of time to like run those certain promotions. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Would you say that like one, like branding, marketing, sales, I mean, you throw advertising in there as well. Is one more important than the other or are they all equally important? I think they're all pretty much equally important. I think it takes a really good uh, hand, like hand holding (laughs) experience through like all of them. Like I feel like if you're lacking in one, you're kind of failing in the other. So Uh I think it's a good uh, level system to have all of those in play. That's cool. Yeah. So you mentioned you took a couple classes at community college. Did you like go through school, finish, graduate, or did you just take a few classes? Yeah. So I actually went to Ohio State uh, and I went to Ohio University because oh. I was like really trying to like find my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And OU was like, uh, Ohio University was kind of like they're notorious for being a party school. So nice. I fell into that group. <laughs> I was like, heck yes. <laughs> uh, so then I was like, I need to detach myself from this because I know yeah. that I'm better than this. So yeah, I did go to school. Um, I never 
never actually finished because I just kind of was like, okay, I get it. Like, this is kind of the gist of it. Yeah. And uh, I really found myself kind of falling into a job position. And I, I think at the end of the day, when I think of the number one thing that helped me, it's not my schooling. It wasn't the education. It wasn't the classes. It was truly just having a mentor, like someone that I can, you know, email on, ask questions, and they provide me with the answer. And that was probably my biggest takeaway from learning this trade. That's cool. Yeah. What are some of the biggest thing that this mentor taught you? Oh my gosh, like literally everything. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll like still text him. Like I'm like, hey, like I'm having a hard time doing this. Yeah. How would you do it? You know. <laughs> so I think honestly, when you have a mentor in any in any field, the best thing that you can do is take a dive into whatever you're trying to do, and then ask for feedback. So for me, that was kind of the the hardest lesson I had to learn was like. He wasn't going to do it for me, but mm-hmm. if I attempted to do it and I failed, like he would help guide me. So that was pretty much like the, the biggest takeaway from mm-hmm. that was just uh, the biggest lesson was just try it and see how it, how it lives and then ask for feedback after that. That's super cool. And you said you still stay in touch with this mentor? Oh, yeah. I love this guy. Like he's like, on my speed dial. He's the best. <laughs> yeah. And has he been pretty committed to helping you when you need it as well? Yeah. So he currently works for the scissor company that oh, cool. I also, you know, help and I do their social media mm-hmm. for them. Um, and so he, he's been, uh, kind of my biggest like partner in crime. Even just yesterday, I gave, I gave him a call. He was like, Hey, curl. I was like, Hey, what's up? He's like, I'm in the middle of a shoot. I was like, I don't care. I need you to help me with this. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been, it's been really great. So yeah. if you can, I think just in general as an entrepreneur, I think it's a really good thing to find somebody who is also on this path for sure and just like hang out with them because being a business owner can get lonely sometimes yeah and it can uh it can it can kind of put you in a hole and you know you find yourself trying to like in situations trying to dig yourself out of that hole so having a kind of a co-partner in crime is is huge that's cool yeah. how did it turn into like was it like a conversation like you asked him to be your mentor or how did it turn into more than just like you randomly asked him for advice but like he's your mentor did he do it for other people or is it just a special connection that the two of you have no, I think it's probably just a special connection. So basically they asked me, the scissor company asked me to take over their social media. Yeah. And at the point in time, sorry, drink break. At the point <laughs> of time when I took over the social media, I want to say that they had like 80,000 followers. So they had like a pretty big run of followers. And so um, this was kind of my first battle with social media as like a giant like that. Right. They were my largest client. So I was kind of asking him questions about like, oh, what do you do with negative comments? Or, oh, like, what do you do with, uh, you know, this type of situation? Like, how do you share this kind of stuff? And it just kind of boiled into the more I would ask him questions, the more he'd be like, okay, let me help you with this. And, (laughs) you know, really, it just kind of turned into this friendship. And next thing I knew, you know, I'm flying out to California. I'm going to like trade shows with him. I'm doing all kinds of fun stuff. So, wow. uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. I guess kind of just a, a pro tip, the best part of social media, I think one of the number one takeaways that I took from running this, this brand, this mega giant of uh, followers is uh, just be funny and like have a good time. And mm-hmm. that was honestly like the number one thing that he told me. He's like, uh-huh. make memes, like make them dank. Like he's like, <laughs> have some fun. So now I'm like, when I introduce myself, I'm like, hi, I'm Lauren. Uh, I make memes for a living. Like, <laughs> so uh, I'm like, just ignore everything else I do. The memes are the, mo- are the things I'm most proud of, you know? 
That's funny. So do you post a lot of memes on your own account? Your no, not account? on not on my own Instagram, but definitely on the Instagram accounts that I run. Huh. So there's a few there's a few brands that probably wouldn't do well with memes yeah. that like to keep it pretty like classy with their like perfectly like bokeh photos, yeah. you know, <laughs> and I love that for them. Like that's yeah. so great, but it is good to have a little bit of fun and have some comedy in the caption. Um, I think that's probably the number one like thing for engagement on a social media is just like have fun with it and be humorous. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it makes the content shareable, right? Yeah, and for sure. And can be discovered by more oh, people. Oh yeah. When I post a meme on the scissor company's page, my God, that thing like soars like, and it gets reposted and it's funny. I'll be like laying in bed and I like roll over to my husband and I'm like, Hey, like, you know, memes posted my meme. I'm like, that's so dope. Like <laughs> cool. I made this. Like <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Like no one knows it's me, but I know, you know, <laughs> That's super funny. Yeah, so it's pretty rad. Um, so going back to when you started, obviously you, you realized that you had a bit of a knack of talent for, for marketing, graphic design. What made you decide that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and start your own business rather than just um, work for another company doing it? Uh, my friends, actually. Um, my friends were huge at supporting me in that. They saw that I was taking on a bunch of like side projects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll call it side projects. Yeah. They, I would have like, a, like I had like a real estate agent that was like, "Hey, can you like redo my business cards and do this for oh. me?" And I was like, "Oh, like for sure. Like, yeah, I've got this, you know." And uh, for like the first year of me doing it, I was like, you know, just like low key, like Venmo me, like no big deal, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I got you, like. And then I was like, oh, man, I should probably legalize this. Right. Like, if I'm ever yeah. in, like, trouble, like, I should probably, you know, flap an LLC on this that has, like, insurance. Uh -huh. So, really, uh, the reason why I turned it into a business was truly just because, like, I, like, number one, wanted to, like, make sure I could pay my taxes on this kind of stuff yeah. and have it, like, account for my uh, wages. And so that was kind of my main drive. And then when I saw, you know, I was like getting more business and uh, I was getting asked to like do events and getting asked to like speak at things. I was like, okay, like I feel like I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right thing here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, really my friends were just the biggest push for me. Like they were like, legalize your business. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> good go. idea. <laughs> I'll totally do that, you know? Yeah. So, but that was pretty much it. Yeah. That's cool. Where did yeah. the name come from? Um, so I used to tell everybody that I wasn't bad. Like yeah. people would be like, oh, are you good at it? I'd be like, well, I'm not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, like when I would, uh, it's actually a great response. <laughs> so, uh, I actually sell like merch in my store and one of the shirts I sell says not bad on it. Cause nice. that was like my catchphrase. So, um, but yeah. And then it just, it just turned into like, if you're not bad, you've got to be good. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's the opposite of bad. So, right. uh, I like my Instagram name was Lauren is good. So it just kind of like vibed with my, I guess, personal brand. So of the whole not bad thing. So oh. yeah, that's pretty much where it came from. That's, cool. that's super funny. Was <laughs> yeah. it, was it hard or scary, I guess, getting started on your own and like looking for your first, first couple of clients? Yeah. So scary. Um, I, I remember having a moment of like, oh my gosh, is this for me? Like, did I just have like, did I just have a good wave? And, right. and then I, I had this like moment where I was super dead and super slow and it was very scary. And I uh, was talking to so many people about it because I was like, oh, what would you do? Like, what would you do? What, what would be your next move? And everyone was just like, you know, you got to keep going. Like, you, you really got to ride. And I mean, truly, like when you 
when you take a dive off of a diving board and you and you go into a deep end and it's like the high dive, you don't know what that's going to feel like unless yeah. you've done it before. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was my first experience in really like jumping off mm-hmm. of something that was that high up and really trying to swim in, in waters. Right. And somebody told me at one point, they were like, you know, there's a lot of like people out there that do this, right? And I was like, yeah, like totally, like I get it. Like there's a ton of teachers, there's a ton of, um, you know, banks, there's a ton of things. Like there's a reason why people choose people to work with. And I said, and I just hope my reason is bigger and stronger than someone else's. But if it isn't like no big deal, like I'll find somebody else. So I, I kind of like took that that kind of negativity that was like brought from that person who told me that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to beat you. Like, I was yeah. like, I have, yeah, like it I is. just, I don't want to fail. You know what I mean? So, uh, just basically like, I'm just, you know, trying to succeed, uh, every day by basically kicking like the stereotype of, uh, you know, small business failing, like struggling, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was super scary. And then all of a sudden it was just not scary yeah. <laughs> anymore. And, uh, it was uh, just not scary anymore. And then I started getting like consistent clients. And so it was as soon as the consistency came in, um, that's when I was like, all right, we're in a good spot. We're vibing. Here we go. Like we've got money for a year. Like let's yeah. do the thing. <laughs> and then uh, just me like preaching about it and having fun with it and talking to other creative professionals. That's kind of how we all like vibed together and realized right. that there, there, there isn't like a company that does this for you. So like if I were to go and work at a marketing firm or I were to go and work at like a, a content making agency, there's there's nobody in there that's going to support me the way that I'm going to support me. And there's nobody in there that's going to support like my friends the way that I'm going to support my friends. And so having the collective with good brand marketing and knowing that all of us have our strengths and that if there's something that someone is asking for and like I can't physically do it because I don't know how to do it, like I know that I'm going to promote my you know, my coworker, my yeah. friend, like my yeah. fellow uh, artist, Comrade. you know? <laughs> so it's less of uh, it's less of just like me being like the CEO. It's like more so like we're all in this together. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. You talk about friends a lot. Like how important is it to find good friends that help you become better, I guess? Yeah. So I always, it's kind of funny that you say that because I used to travel and I used to teach, um, I used to teach in like an education uh, forum. Mm-hmm. And so I would travel around uh, the United States and I never really went anywhere else. Like, yeah. I wish I would have like maybe even Canada would have been in cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I here? But um, I would travel around and one of the things that I would talk about is like finding your unit, is like finding your people, uh, people that you can support on, people that you can lean on, people that can uh, motivate you, like give you advice, whatever. Yeah. And for a lot of, a lot of the times when I think of like who, who makes up my unit, who makes up like my friends, it's, it's more than just friends, it's family. Mm -hmm. Um, like I know that I can lean on my grandma if I need support and like watching my children, or I know that I can lean on um, my husband if I need support for this, or I, you know, got a, a friend who, um, she's a fantastic entrepreneur and she's starting her own business too in a completely separate industry. And so it's fun to be able to have, just that type of um, friendship with someone. And I tell people all the time that if you're with someone who isn't on your same level, and I'm not like, like, I don't mean like with romantically, I mean, just in general. (laughs) I mean, you can be with them romantically. I don't know what your life is like, you know, live it. But um, if you're with someone and they're not on the same like level of drive as you, it's never gonna, 
work out. Like yeah. friendship truly, to have a really good friend, you have to have the same drive. It has nothing to do with uh, the interests that you like. It really doesn't have anything to do with that. It has just everything to do with like that drive. Like, do you want to hang out? And the person says no. <laughs> you know, yeah. okay, well, you don't have yeah. the same drive as me. Like, yeah. get out of here. Like, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. find someone that does. Yeah. So, and like for me, a friend is somebody that like, I have friends that do a bunch of stuff that I probably would never do. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, I'm here for you. Like, yeah, I'll do this. Like, sure, let's try it. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like having the drive is is so important and having friends that kind of support your drive is huge so that's cool yeah um and so all your friends yeah you said you have one other friend that that's an entrepreneur do you have a, a lot of other friends that are kind of in the entrepreneurial world or is it yeah so with the scissor company i've made a lot of friends in the beauty industry um that's kind of where my background comes from in, in general so i have a friend that started his own like men's product line it smells phenomenal. It's like the best smell I've ever smelled in my cool. life. Like wow. literally, he was like down at bars in Scottsdale, like smell this to like women. Yeah. Like, Which wow. one of these scents would you take home? I'm like, you can't ask people that. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing it. And I was like, okay. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So he makes a men's product. I have uh, a couple friends who are in like the business of education. So they're trying to become like uh, platform artists in oh, the cool. hair industry, which is oh, huge. Um, and then I have another friend that uh, makes uh, his own like uh, watches. Like they're oh. uh, they like have like different bands and stuff. And oh, so sweet. I'm like, yeah, live it. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny that you say that. I guess I didn't realize how many people I have around me that are kind of like doing it and doing things. Like I have a friend that makes barbecue sauce. Like, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I don't know yeah. how I found that guy, but hey, he's in yeah. my circle. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, that, I mean, I think it's just so cool to have a network of. I mean, anyone can find a network of people, but what a bonus to have like close friends that are you know kind of in similar experiences as you. And even though they're completely different industries, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of overlap and a lot of similar things that we go through that we can you know help each other out with and yeah. give each other tips and advice so that's yeah for sure helpful, I think I uh, that energy that you put out is yeah. is kind of given back to you and yeah. so mm-hmm. I think people see me and they see that I'm like I've got this like power walk when I walk around yeah. things and they're like that girl looks like she's powerful yeah. and I'm like yeah I sure am five foot three like right. <laughs> so you brought up a good point earlier that obviously it's a it's a pretty saturated market. Like there's a lot of other people that are doing maybe not exactly what you're doing, but similar things: marketing, graphic design. Um, what do you do to stand out or be different, I guess, than everyone else out there? I do a lot of like social clubs. So um, and I don't. I I mean yes, a little bit on social media, but I mean like in in person. Okay. So um, I'm in I'm involved in a few different like backbones of the community. So uh, there's like a local newspaper that's kind of like a yearbook, but for communities. Yeah. So I go to like monthly meetings for that. I'm involved with like the local chamber of commerces. Um, but really, really for me, it's always been about getting face to face with someone. Um, when I'm face to face with someone, I think I sell better mm. than when I'm like behind a screen. Yeah. yeah. So um, at least me, me personally, I sell. Mm-hmm. I can sell anything from behind a screen, but me yeah. personally, I know I'm better face to face. Yeah. So uh, for me, I just get out there in the community and I try to find like uh, excuses to go places and kind of introduce myself. Um, I made stickers for myself, so I am like literally like tacking that stuff on it, like yeah, stop awesome. signs. Like yeah. I'm like here I go, um, and just kind of like putting it out there that way. And so for me, I don't know. I just, I guess I think like me, I'm, I'm different. Like yeah. I, I'm goofy. I am a little bit wild. I'm always on time and sometimes late, but that's just me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm never early, you know? And I, I don't know. I just feel like for me, 
um, I feel special. And so because I feel like because I feel special, I know that I'm doing clients something different than anyone else yeah. would do, if that makes sense. Like I know the madness that lives inside of my head is different <laughs> than someone else's madness and their like creative, you know, thought process is different. So, right. yeah. Where did you find, because you've mentioned that you've brought other people on um, into the business as well. Where did you find those people and how did you find people that kind of matched your energy and your same vibe? Uh, networking. So just through networking events, yeah. uh, friends of friends and just conversations. Um, probably my favorite story is our director of, phil- of philanthropy. Um, she's actually my mother-in-law's like best friend. Um, oh, cool. So she's like dope as hell. Like, yeah. man, she's so <laughs> much fun. Um, but it, her, her thing came about because she uh, took us all to the M3 Fest, uh, like, last year the music festival that oh yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah and um she's probably gonna kill me if she ever listens to this so i hope she doesn't <laughs> but she got so like so chocolate wasted like so drunk we're gonna send this <laughs> to her. just like this she's the best though she's literally the best but she in this moment of drunkness was talking to me about how much she loves giving back and how much she like yeah. loves doing you know things like and just like giving people reasons yeah. to grow and yeah she connected me with a few different charity organizations that she that she helps but i mean really it's just all through like networking and just showing up so uh i use i kind of have this motto um it's either it's answer the phone and 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 show the f up so you know as long as you do those two things like you're going to be a successful like business entrepreneur like Mm -hmm. answer the phone and show the f up like that's all you can do as a business owner that you know that you can count on so i just i show the i show the f up (laughs) so do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it And call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, They know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. So when it comes to networking, like let's say worst case scenario, you have like absolutely no connections in the entrepreneurial world. Where where can you get started, I guess, to try to start networking and find people? Um, Facebook groups are probably the biggest like asset to yeah. us. My gosh, the amount of like number one drama that happens in a Facebook group has like fueled my quarantine <laughs> vibes. So I'm much. like, go on, like yeah. typing, like <laughs> tell me more about this drama. <laughs> but uh, Facebook groups are honestly a really great place to begin. Um, there's also like, like I'm, I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups, but probably my favorite is like this women uh, focused business one. So it's, uh, I think it's like women in marketing is what cool. it's called. And so it's just a bunch of people in there that literally are like, hey, help me with this. And I mean, that's one way to kind of connect with people. Um, I've gotten like followers from that because I'm like, hey, uh, you can connect with me on this and we'll, yeah. you know, chat this way. And it's been it's been cool. But honestly, Facebook is yeah. a really good place to start. 
I think that's great advice. There's like there's broad Facebook groups for just like business in general, and then you can also find like super specific niche like industries. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in a social media marketer group, and I swear it's yeah. just like one guy who posts all the time. But right. man, we are all doing this guy a favor. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. he's asking so many questions, <laughs> and he gets so many answers. But I mean, truly, that's the benefit of being exactly, in a Facebook yeah. group with yeah. a, a collective of people who uh, find you know a passion that's yeah. the same interest as you. So. Right, because that's the reason they're in the group. They love it. They want to talk about it. They want to yeah, share what exactly. they know. And learn as well so oh yeah like think about how good you feel when you're talking about something that you love like right yeah. you know it's yeah. a good feeling so well and youtube is great but it's good to be able to chat with people too so yeah for yeah. sure i think uh udemy is also a really cool program too and then skillshare is okay a great someone mentioned to... that the other week yeah you somebody wanna... did yeah do you want to talk about more like what udemy is exactly yeah so they're basically like paid youtubes so um you can sign up for like courses um you have like an instructor Um, And then they like, you know, you download these videos from like a library and some of the courses are multiple sessions. Um, Some of them are, you know, just like one hour long thing. Some of them are 15 minutes. It just depends on what you get. Hmm. But Udemy is really cool because they're pretty much always having some version of a promotion. So if you're like an entrepreneur on a budget, that's a great place to kind of start. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Is uh, Skillshare kind of the same thing? Yeah, basically the same okay. platform. Uh, I prefer Skillshare a little bit more than Udemy because Skillshare is, I feel like, in my opinion, is a little bit more artist focused. Okay. But realistically, both of them are great. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the process of like, okay, so let's say a business comes to you, they want they want your help. So what's the process of you like looking into their business? What all can you offer to them? What oh yeah, for sure. Expect? Uh, 90% of the initial first inquiries are for logo design. Okay. So people are like, oh, hey, do you do logos? And I'm like, yeah, like here's my packages. And then I send them a PDF of like a little booklet that they can view. And in the booklet is uh, like pretty much everything that I offer on a small word scale because I don't want to like send them an encyclopedia. Um, I will if they want it, but (laughs) don't don't get me wrong. I've typed an encyclopedia before. But um, so pretty much 90% of the requests I get are for logo. And then once we kind of dive into logo, then they start talking about kind of that branding booklet and, um, you know, picking out that color. Like that's part of my uh, logo packages is you can get like a quick logo or you can get like a branding logo that kind of comes with this idea. Um, But that's pretty much... 90% 90% of my business is just kind of like those startups. Yeah. Um, and then for other portions of things, like I've kind of put energy out there. Like I wanted to learn how to become a better brand photographer. So I posted in a Facebook group offering like uh, like a heavy discount on photos and doing like $3.50 per edited photo, you know, so then you can have it for your brand. And Um, but so basically on my website, I have like a portfolio of things that I do and they can kind of take a look at that, but, um, I don't really market good brand marketing on my own social media. Uh, occasionally I'll put like, Oh, Hey, check out this logo that I designed or like, look at this neon sign I just drew, you know, like Uh something like that. But, uh, realistically all of the source comes from my website. So pretty much everything that I do is on there. But I do logos, branding, uh, brand photography, because I actually have probably one of the best brand photographers who uh, is part of our our unit. Uh, we do social media. I have a, a girl who that's her whole job. So that's what she does all day long. She just she's like the person who comments on stuff. Nice. And like, yeah. She's like, hello. I'm like, I see you like from my social media. Yeah. To her. I know uh-huh. I see you. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, let's see. 
what else do we do? We have some advertising. So we have people who just do like advertisement and numbers. So digital advertising and then paper advertising. So I have an expert that kind of knows that. Really? And then we also do web de- website design, website updates, and then app design. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That's my brother. That's his game. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I don't know anything about coding. That guy can code anything. I'm like, I'm, you're hired. <laughs> you got this. Really? So. How important, in your opinion, is having like a really good logo? Because you said that's like ninety percent of. I think it's important. Um, I think it's really like when anybody's uh, starting off their logo. I think it's really cool to have a really strong logo to begin with. But if you're changing your logo, I think it's really cool to uh, incorporate a part of your old logo into that new transition. Uh Um, But yeah, I I mean, it's it's literally like like when I think of Target, like when you think of Target, what do you think of? Like what part of the logo do you think of first? Like the bullseye, right? Like the bullseye. But Target's whole logo is a bullseye and then like the font in lowercase Target. So like that's their full logo. So for me, it's like you can have a strong logo like Target, but people are going to recognize you for probably one part of that logo. So it's trying to figure out like which part of that logo that you want to be the strongest and kind of stand out, if that makes sense. And for Target, that's that dang bullseye. Man, I see that thing everywhere. It haunts me. Yeah. I don't even recognize, like, it's just the bullseye. It's not Target. Yeah. yeah. Even the dog, like the dog that they have has has the bullseye. bullseye You know what I mean? Like they've incorporated that, that trademark into everything that they can think of so it's pretty important yeah that's cool yeah um let's say a business comes to you they have a really low budget they can only focus on one thing whether it's like a logo new website social media branding marketing what like what would you say the one thing that they could get started on would be um so be, being that i started a business and i understand like the hunger of wanting to work for yourself and not having a strong budget i'm always willing to like work with someone's budget um, I have someone that I'm designing a logo for, for them right now. That's like, I was like, here, just like, we'll do a hundred bucks and I'll send you, you know, your logo. We'll do like a couple different colors and I'll send you like a mini branding kit. So, um, for me, like as a small business owner, I think whatever your budget is, I'm confident that I can create something for you. I, I mean, heck we have a department of philanthropy like there's a way that I can do something for a small business that I, I'm able to do it on behalf of like good brand marketing, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So um, I think it depends on the industry. Yeah. Like I think for sure it depends on the industry. If you are a clothing company, which I work with a lot, mm-hmm. I think probably the most important is social media. Um, when I think of clothing brands and how I'm buying social media, I'm not looking at their logo. I'm looking at the actual item of clothing. Right. So I think that's probably the most important thing for that. When it comes to like restaurants, same kind of situation, like it's more about the uh, actual social media and that kind of layout. I think having a logo in the restaurant world is cool, but it's not really that serious. Yeah. Um, like I'm not like going to a restaurant specifically <laughs> because of their, of their logo. logo, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm going to the restaurant because I really love chips and guac and they have the best guac, <laughs> yeah. you know? like here for it. So it really does depend on the industry. So okay. yeah. If you're a hairstylist, like the logo is important because it's like your watermark. It's how you don't forget. Like it's how people don't like steal your work, which is big in that industry. How do you kind of figure out pricing? Like that's always like a a interesting thing. How have you figured out how to price people? 
Um, that's a great question. Uh, I have changed my pricing like a hundred times. I yeah. like, I swear I'm like, oh, okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. Um, basically like I kind of shopped at other graphic designers and I was like, oh, what are these people charging? Like, what do they do? And I started off charging something really low. And then as I've continued my education, as I've gotten stronger, as I grew as a business owner, I upped my prices a little bit. So, um, my prices right now are probably mid range. I would say, um, they're not like insanely high because I'm not coming from like a huge marketing firm, which was a reason why people would charge like insanely high prices. But realistically, like if you're shopping, if you're looking to, for your own business and you're mm-hmm. trying to find something, I would look at what other competitors are charging and yeah. then try to stay within that same realm. Right, right. Yeah. Kind of shoot right in between there. Yeah, pretty much. And I think it's it's good to know your worth yeah. too. And I, I feel like a lot of people undercharge for services and I don't do that. Like if I see, if I'm like, that's way too low, like I wouldn't do that. Like you have to know your worth for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, when people sign up is, is a lot of the work just like a one-time fee or do you try to get people on like monthly recurring payments where you're continuing to do work for them? Um, for social media, uh, it's a monthly reoccurring contract. So they're under a contract with me and um, I like I have a, like my QuickBooks automatically sends a invoice at the end of every month and, you know, and then they're just through that. But with um, some smaller brands, uh, it'll just be kind of like a one-time thing. But yeah. then I have like an email list. So occasionally, it's not all the time because I personally hate emails. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. please stop. Like, right. I don't need to know what your COVID plans are. Like, <laughs> nobody cares. Like, <laughs> So for me, email marketing is like <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'll send out like an occasional like, hey, just so you know, I know you're a small brand, but it's more personal. Like, yeah. I, I have like a notebook that I keep a running log of uh, just who my customers are and kind of what their goals are and expectations. For sure. That's one of the kind of like first things that a new client gets is they get a packet that I have them answer like 40 questions on who they are and what they want and what their ultimate goal is. And then I refer back to that. So about every three months I look through like my client list and I'm like, okay, like this person wanted to be at this point by this time of this year. Like, let me check in on them and see if they need anything. And most of the time they do, they're like, oh yeah, I'm so glad that you (laughs) reached out. Like I need this, I need this promotion. So um, if you're genuine in your approach, um, I think it, it sells so much more than just like, you know, when you're ready, come yeah. back. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I know you need this. I've seen your social media. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, but yeah. Since we have a lot of small business owners or future entrepreneurs that are listening to the show, what's some more maybe marketing advice or social media advice that you could, could kind of offer or tell us about? Yeah. So um, I think marketing is huge. I think social media marketing is even bigger than paper marketing. Yeah. Um, one of my best pieces of advice for just anyone out there who's starting a new business is truly just like bring your A game. Um, develop content ahead of time. Uh, like for me, I spend Sundays making content for the mm. brands that I help. And I have like a photo shoot, like pretty much consistently every Sunday where I just kind of do what I need to do, get the content, I'm ready to go. Um, if there's a individual that's sending me stuff, like I do that, you know, same yeah. time. So I pretty much plan out as a business owner uh, one day a week to develop content for the next seven days. Cool. So uh, get yourself like a planning program. Uh, I use a program that's called Later, yeah. which is 
I love them. They're really amazing. Cool. They're great. Um, and they're super supportive on social media too. So if you have a question, they pretty much answer. Nice. But uh, I use uh, later for mine. There's free ones that are called Unum and Planoly and a whole bunch of the stuff. But pretty much just plan out your week and just like don't let social media and don't let your marketing be the reason why you're not working. So just get it ready. And then that way, come the day, like you know what you're pushing out that day. So that would be my best advice is just plan an event and plan in advance and then develop some cool content. Make it funny. Have a good time with it, you know? What's the key to good content in your opinion? Mm, let's see. Probably, I mean, the memes get the best engagement. Yeah, <laughs> so if yeah. you if there's like a way for you to incorporate like just something quirky like that into your thing, uh, do it. One of I one of my favorite follow follows to follow is a mattress company. And uh, they don't like necessarily make memes, but they'll like put riddles in their mm. uh, stuff, which I think how odd, like a, like a mattress company. But I'm like, yeah. I want that mattress. Like, they, yeah, yeah. like yeah. They, they make riddles. Like, that's so cool. So I think uh, just have some fun with it and like literally try to try to put it out there. Um, captions are probably the hardest like work. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And sometimes I hit like a dead frame. Like, I'll look at my husband and I'm like, am I not funny today? Like, what's, <laughs> like, what's what my deal today? Like, like, how do I how do I come up with this? And so that's why I say just kind of focus on a Sunday. And what I find is just listening to like comedy podcasts really put you into into a mood of like huh. okay let's get this going like, like kind it. of having a good time or watching i don't know a netflix special my gosh yeah. there's so many on there but uh find your vibe and plan out that content for that week so just be in like a good like headspace friends goofing around like i'll just have things come to my mind so i get on my notes and i'm just like writing yeah. all these things out i'm like okay i gotta remember this totally yeah no i live my life based off of this thing that's called five four three two one and it's like if it pops in my head like i've got five seconds oh, to yeah. like do it so yeah, yeah. so i yeah. i'm like constantly my notes of my phone is like huge oh, yeah. so yeah and who knows when the creativity hits it hits like for me this morning at 4 a.m i was like i'm gonna make some memes like <laughs> whenever know. it comes it comes right? it really did i was like i woke up i was like i'm funny like let's do this <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I just think uh, gear up, get yourself in the right headspace, and make that content like once a week, and just put it out there. Nice. I think yeah. it's good because like once you get in that frame of mind, you might as well like hash out a couple hours and just get it all ready for the week instead of every day trying to be like, all right, now what do I post today? Now what yeah. do I post today? I think that can be super oh for draining. sure. Even as a business owner, like even as someone who's in the creative business, yeah. like sometimes I'm working like sometimes I work like 14 hours because I'm like I'm on a roll. Like right, here I yeah, go. And the other days I'm like. Oh, I'm gonna like just crop one thing out of a photo yeah. today. See you later. Like <laughs> some I have days no it's juice just not today. your day. Like, yeah. Some days it's like I don't know why, but I'm not doing that today. So. No, totally. Yeah. And it happens. Uh, it happens less than it. Ha- it happens like less than when you are in a group. Yeah. But when it happens, yeah. man, you just gotta like ride that. You gotta yeah. take that day off. For sure. I feel like as a business owner, I get more work done when my juices are flowing. Than oh yeah. When yeah. I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Not so when they are flowing. Like, do as much as you can so yeah. that when you're, you know, not in the best mood mm-hmm. or it's just not your day, that you've you've kind of already in advance made up for that and, yeah. and done the extra work. That's why I like Sundays. Like Sundays is like just a fun day, you know? Yeah. So I'm like Sunday, fun day. Like here Dude, I am. I'm ready. I'm ready to get this going. We're going to get some brunch and then we're going to make some content. Yeah. Like it's going to be a good day. <laughs> yeah. Just recharge for the week. right? Yeah, pretty much. So it's good. Nice. Yeah. Um, with everything you're doing, what would you say is your favorite part about being a business owner, entrepreneur? Um, the freedom, the flexibility, uh, being able to, uh, take a day off if I need to, uh, with everything that's going on in the world, it's been honestly the biggest blessing. 
Uh, I have like two kids at home and one of them is in school and I just talked to my husband. I was like, I have no idea how we're going to do this. And then I was like, oh, wait, I do have an idea. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm going to the store to buy him a desk. I'm like, he's going to be in his office too. Like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, honestly, the flexibility of being, of being a business owner is great. Um, it gets stressful because you're trying to figure out like what's next for you. But for sure. the flexibility, I think uh, for me, it outweighs the stress. Yeah. 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 And then with that, what's the favorite, what's your favorite part of this business? Um, probably the people that I get to meet, like being, I found myself in a niche market in the beauty industry. I, like I said, I come from the beauty industry. I grew up in a salon. Like I, I kind of like found myself into that. And what I have found is working with other artists has really brought out the creativity for me. Like, I, I don't know, just like seeing somebody else make something really cool. I'm like, ooh, like that's cool. I'm going to try something yeah. like that too. So uh, for me, it's just being able to literally like work with people that I know are just as creative as me. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, also, so I've noticed that you're a very like confident and happy person. How, yeah. how do you keep that going like, i drink a how, lot of energy drinks no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> as, a, hey, works. As, like, as there's one on the table yeah, yeah. it's not cracked it's open not enough. open yet yeah. guys but no but how have you like you developed that like yeah how have that's you a great no that's that a, that honestly mindset? a really great question um uh, man i've been through a lot in my life yeah and i think that i have been uh faced with a lot of demons and i think that i have worn a lot of sadness in my life and uh just as somebody who has come from that i'm kind of like a phoenix like i i've risen above a lot of like challenges in my life and a lot of like reasons why i shouldn't succeed and uh for me that gives me the confidence it's like almost like every time that i overcome something that has affected me like mentally or emotionally or uh physically I'm like, oh, wow, like, look at how strong I am. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I just turned 35 this year and wow. I feel like at 30 was when I was like, okay, I got my shit together. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I was like, I'm living my best life, you yeah. know? So, and then every year that I grow as a person or every year that I kind of embrace my flaws, um, I only get like stronger. Like I know that I'm not perfect. I know that there are mistakes that I make. I know I'm a huge procrastinator. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that I'm sometimes late. I'm always on time, but I'm sometimes late. Yeah. You know, I'm never early. Like, I think if you know those things about yourself, like, I don't know, you just kind of like put that out there. Like, yeah. I know my flaws. Be proud of who you are and just live your best life, you know? Cool. Awesome. No, I think, I mean, obviously we all go through hard things in life, but I think it's a good reminder to see someone that's gone through a lot but are still able to be a happy person. Like, as hard as life can be, it could definitely be worse. And yeah. we always have control over our attitude and how happy we want to be. For yeah. sure. When I was in high school, I was voted uh, most optimistic and class clown. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> and you had That's to like, like choose one. And I was like, do I want to go down in history as like the class clown? Or yeah. do I want to go down yeah. in history as like a positive person? I was yeah. like, I'll go with most optimistic. But like <laughs> secretly, I'm like, dang, like I could have been, class, been class, class clown. The you class clown is the best. Like, it really is. I always like, liked when it was like parent teacher conference. And my teacher, in a negative way, would tell my mom, he's just a class clown. <laughs> and I'm like sitting over there. Like, right You're I like, am. that's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Like, Aww, thank that's you. that's so sweet of you. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I'm a goofy person. So I just, you know, live it. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned stress, but is there anything else that's like a negative aspect of, of being a business owner? For me, uh, no. For me, I love it. I love I love diving in. I love projects. I love uh, swimming and like being like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like literally my eyes are barely above the water and right. I love it. Like I love that. 
So uh, for me, not really. I could see how as a business owner, it would get stressful for someone to swim with their head barely above the water. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, okay, like it just makes me hungrier. It makes me right. like prepared and yeah. I like dive in. Um, I have had like stressful moments when I've been trying to do something and I've failed and couldn't do it. I've had my gosh, photo shoots where I've needed to take like literally you guys eight photos and I've taken like thousands of them because I couldn't get the photo right. And I'm like just throwing away, you know, memory cards on my camera or I'm doing something. And, um, one of the, one of the best pieces of advice that someone gave me was throw it away and start over the next day. And I was like, okay, cool. So if I am finding myself in a stressful moment, I just throw it away and then I start cleaning the next day. You are uh, only responsible for the present. You can't control the past. You can't control the future. So if you just stay in like the present mindset of like, I'm going to do this, I've got this, even like 10 seconds ago is part of the past. Right. So there's no reason to like harbor on it. So just throw it away, pick up and do your best the next day. That's super good advice. Yeah. And then when you mentioned like just how you kind of enjoy that being head underwater, I think... That's why it shows that not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur because not sure. everyone can handle that. But for some people, it's like, yeah, there's a bit of a thrill that yeah. comes with that. Or it's like, you it's can't like my roller live coaster. any other way. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I would much rather like swim like this, like through my business, you know, barely like sinking and also yeah. standing than go skydiving. But like, mm-hmm. I would still love to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I love yeah. the thrill. So it's for exciting. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay, Lindsay, we've had a super fun time today. Before we kind of close up, we have a, a fun little game we're going to play with you. Um, so how it's going to go is you have 60 seconds, um, to answer as many questions as possible that we're going to ask you. Okay, cool. Um, these are just questions about you, your preferences, what you like. They're not hard at all. Super easy. And yeah, it's going to just be like rapid fire. So we're going to see how many of the questions you can get in the 60 seconds. Okay. So we're going to pull it up here. You got it? I'm ready. Yep. All right. And Ridge will start us off. In three, two, one. Favorite junk food. Favorite junk food? Popcorn. Nice. Um, if you were stuck on an island, what would you bring? Uh, a radio. Best business book you've read? Uh, oh, fuck off. Nice. Yeah. Um, music you turn on when nobody's around? Um, all of it. EDC. <laughs> if you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Nice. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I'd be invisible. Uh, who's your celebrity crush? Sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, oh God, why can't I remember his name right now? That guy that's like uh, from the 90s movies. Uh, Heath Ledger. Heath. There gotcha. we go. <laughs> um, TV show you could binge watch. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. Um, a conspiracy theory you believe. Ooh, aliens. But I feel like they just proved that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could turn an inanimate object into life, what would it be? Um, hmm, probably like a lamp. If you could swim in any liquid, what would it be? Ooh, Jello. <laughs> nice. uh, most embarrassing moment. Oh, I uh, like peed my pants like at like uh, school dance. Nice. So I peed my dress. Nice. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. And there's the timer. Oh, oh that dang! That was really good. I was like, which one was more embarrassing? When I like smelled so bad and I learned about deodorant, or when I peed my pants? <laughs> <laughs> I was you like, ah, oh, teenage years. There. That's nice when you got a couple options to choose from. The right. Best years, the best years. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. Um. Before we close up, do you have like any last words or any last piece of advice? I know you've given so much advice already, but just to any sort of entrepreneur, whether they're just starting off or whether they've been in business for a while, you know, what would you tell them in terms of improving their business? 
Um, I would just say like be yourself and hold your ground. Um, I think as a business owner, there's a lot of decisions that are pushed your way yeah. and there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, choices that you have to choose from. And um, I think just going with your gut is the biggest like lesson. Just just do it. If you feel like this is going to be good for you, then do it. And just know that every choice that you make is either a blessing or it's a lesson. And so as a business owner, you just can't be afraid to have a lesson and like not the blessing. So yeah. um, I love lessons. I think that's what you know, you, you learn that's how your business is, is created as a foundation. That's how it gets its spine. Yeah. So why not just kind of embrace that and just like go with your gut and make every decision that you make based off of like what you believe is right for right. your business, for your brand. Cause only you know what that is. Yeah. I love it. So much good advice. Yeah. That's yeah, great. <laughs> oh, it good. Really is great. Yeah. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. For yeah. Thanks time. for having us or Thank for me. For being- I should say. Thank you for being so happy. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry. Maybe. I know. It's like early in the morning no, for those raging. who are listening. And <laughs> I'm like, rage. So, yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Before we actually close up, why don't you just uh, tell our listeners where they can find you if they're interested in, in working with you? Yeah. So uh, I have a Instagram. It's Lauren is good. So L-A-U-R-E-N and then is good, like not bad. And <laughs> uh, see, and uh, I have a website that's uh, Lauren is or it's just goodbrandmarketing.com, And that's probably the best way to uh get in contact with us but i um you know just you could send me a smoke signal or um <laughs> you know i'll find i'll find you <laughs> you see me around town i'm always wearing a yellow backpack that's me <laughs> all right well yeah that won't be hard to miss i know right okay right. awesome well, yeah thanks again lauren uh, i've had a lot of fun today and learned a ton from you so yeah, uh, thanks, thanks for having me anytime yep. we'll catch you all next week see you